host Flip Pack. Hello everybody. Welcome to Godcast. I'm your host, Hydrave99, and I'm joined here with my good friend and co-host Flip Alpaca. How are you today? I'm okay. <laughs> That's good to hear. <laughs> I'm super sick. But uh I'm okay. That's good. Um yeah, I remember we would have recorded literally like yesterday, but obviously we were hoping our good friend Alpaca here feels better. I should have just done it the night before when you first wanted to on Saturday, because like I wasn't super sick yet. But I think at that time our good friend Ghost wanted you on his stream. Yeah, our good friend. Who was supposed to be back here by ep by this episode, and he was like, nope, episode 10. Yep. So, we're going to make that joke for a while that he should have been back by now. Yeah, the only problem is, uh, well, I, I I'm not too sure if he if he's actually truly gonna come back, like fully. Cause like I don't know. Just it's very unlikely at this point. Cause he's like he hasn't been on, you know, for a while, and then he says he's coming at six, and you know. I wonder. I, what know. He, I wonder what he's doing is gonna be similar to one of our uh, our topics we're gonna be talking about today. more news later to later in the show i guess so yeah. um but yeah so i want to try a couple different things on this show and i think one of the things i want to do today before we get to the news is just chat about like what we what sort of th things we've been doing in terms of like gaming and technology and stuff it's a brief chat and like what we've been up to for that just to kind of you know liven up the show a little bit make it a little bit more personal Mm-hmm. So, Alpaca, what games or technology have you played or bought or acquired or anything of the sort? Well, uh, I've been playing New Dawn, uh, Far Cry New Dawn, so. Oh, nice. And, uh, just because, um, Battlefield 4, um, was on sale, I want to get used to that sort of, you know, those player shooters sort of stuff, I guess. Mm. Um, when it comes to, like, you know, Battlefield, you know, at least, because, like, uh, I'm probably not going to get the new Call of Duty, because, unless it blows my mind. Literally, I would have to put a demonetized box for this, but I would have to, like, put, here's my middle finger. What? Activision? This finger goes to Activision. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's see. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put a demonetized box on that when I edit this video. Hopefully. Literally, the joke is that my sensor boxes are all gonna be demonetized boxes. Just so, so they're gonna be the other one. Yeah. Shame. 
literally that's how that's how I censor my videos. Is there's gonna be if I want to censor a video, it's gonna be a black box that says demonetize on it. Okay. That's weird, but that's what I'm gonna do. Like, even when I get to my epic stick adventure thing, it's gonna have a giant like two giant demonetized boxes for a certain enemy I'm gonna have in place, which is a giant orc, like an ogre, with two dicks on it. And the dicks are gonna be covered with demonetized boxes, that's gonna be freaking hilarious. Because the joke in the episode is going to be like, I am an ogre with two giant cocks. And then the main character will be like, ew, that's kind of disgusting. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um... But yeah, besides weird stuff like that. Um, yeah. As for me, um, I've just been busy with work. I mean, I've <laughs> mostly been playing... Mini motorways and mini metro, which are pretty good. Like those games are essentially they're kind of like a puzzle game that involve a map, and you're trying to like get the people to reach their destinations and shit. They're very cheap and really good games. You can probably find them them on like the Steam store for like 10 bucks. Let's see. Very good games. And then I am also looking forward to Humankind that comes out later this week. Actually tomorrow actually. I am really looking forward to Humankind. And for those of you who don't know what that game is, it's essentially the studio at Sega called Amplitude Studios. They are working on this strategy game that's kind of like Civilization. But the difference with this game is that, like, instead of picking a set nation and, and building up the set nation, you pretty much just pick up different cultures in these different nations. And you kind of, like, build your own nation. I see. And I'm really looking forward to that one. And by the way, Surprisingly, it is on Xbox Game Pass for PC if you wanted to try it out. Okay. So just pay like eight bucks and you can get the game. Literally. I would say that one's well worth your per well worth a Game Pass subscription for that. And then you and I can both play it. It'd be great. But. I know you're not much of a strategy gamer. Ghost is definitely not a strategy gamer. He, he's, he just spams Warzone all day. There you go. Even though he hates Fortnite. Oh yeah, we have a whole rant on that pretty soon. Actually, well, not pretty soon, but eventually we're going to have a whole rant on that. So, I think it's a good little... Like, like I said, this, this, I thought this would be an interesting little thing to add in. Just a few minutes, more minutes of us. Just explain what we've been up to and like kind of tying in our interest for technology and gaming in general. Kind of show that we care about this stuff. I just want to let the audience know the reason why I'm being silent is literally just because I, I, I am sick and it's, it includes a sore throat. So, 
it's absolutely terrible. I'm not gonna be super enthusiastic and like doing like like a lot of like crazy like you know you know voices or whatever I guess. Yeah. You know, not like, like you yeah. usually do, but this is mostly just because like I said, not only do you have that, but your mic also like you said, we discussed earlier, your mic has this weird thing where it constantly fluctuates in volume a lot of the time, so if it does that then well at least they know. I, I honestly can't can't wait to like uh Replace this as well. Actually, now you mention it, but that would probably be in my best interest. Right. To just like. like mm. yeah. Anyways, let's get on with the news. And our first topic was kind of what I kind of I'm hinted at earlier when I was mentioning how Ghost. It, it, we were talking about how Ghost keeps saying, "Oh, he's coming back," but he may not. Yeah, that, like, the, the whole thing about that is, um, like, this isn't even really a news topic, but it's more like, uh, so, it's not like news that, like, relates to the world, it's more news that relates to us, uh, so, I don't really, like, uh, about that, um, the only reason I'm afraid that he's not gonna come back is because he, he's kinda got his own thing, and, I don't know, I, I'd feel if I said what I what I believe, he'd take it the wrong way in a way. I guess. Mm. You yeah. Know, but I hear you. There's a lot of things that. Pretty much. Yeah. Sorry. That's yeah. I know that people do some things like that, and yeah. To be honest, like there wasn't that much gaming news I felt was like important last week. Mo like. The two, uh, I only found like the three I felt was like the most important. Yep. So. Including, uh, five seconds of fame. So, anyways, um, yeah. So, we're gonna talk about what, what the hell happened with Abandon last week. Uh, yep. Now about that, about that, I was just watching a video before I came back upstairs, um, in the bathroom. Oh my god. It is even more hilarious now that I have got that video about it, like, telling me what exactly happened, and like, a little bit of research, I guess, that went on with it. Oh my god. What, what the hell? Are, are you ready? Yeah, so it's Yes, I'm ready. Yeah, okay. So for those who don't know, Blue Box Studios, with developers of Abandoned, well, let's just say, supposedly, was releasing an app, like an experience app, last week. Well, they released it last week, but when they were going to originally release it last week, the original day didn't happen because they were like, oh, we're going to put out a patch. And then through a series of po Twitter posts, they were like, hey, we're going to release it. Don't worry. We're a legitimate company. Don't worry about it. And then later in the week, they submitted the experience app. And you can see a screenshot here. Oh, shoot. Um, I should probably send you the link, the notepad document with the links on it. 
That's fine. I'll just do that real quick. So you can see what in the world I'm seeing. I, I pretty much, yeah. I, if I know, if I... Is it basically the screenshot of them saying, like, piping it up? Kinda, yeah. They del and then, like, what happened was after the patch came out, they literally deleted all those tweets hyping it up. Oh, yeah, exactly. Except for the, um, the only one that was, like, uh, you know. Good. Sorry, I don't want to cough on the mic like a, a, a jerk. Um, but, uh, it, you know, it's like, um, excuse me, uh, they hype it up to hell and back, and then guess what? It's, it's, it's a five second teaser of somebody walking into a doorway. <laughs> So I sent you the link for oh, the file for all the links and everything. So you got that all set up. Oh uh, yeah, sure. So you have all the links I'm gonna be looking at. Yeah. Uh, notepad, please. Okay. Yeah. The thing I don't like about Notepad is the font. Can I change the font? <laughs> I think you can. Like oh, if you right. go to the document itself. Oh, there it is, format. Just send that to, like, instead of console, it's just like, Calibri Networks, set to like, 16. Alright, that's much better. <laughs> and there, at least you can see the bullet points, so it kind of breaks up a little bit, so you know that the links are on the left, uh, like, toward the, the left of the screen. Oh, yeah. So we're looking at the Forbes one now? Yes, correct. Alright. Anyways, back to our regularly scheduled broadcast. So usually I recommend just having, like if when we're talking about a topic, just have all the links open for that particular topic. Oh uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> so uh, any, anyways, yeah, we're on this Forbes article here by a good friend, Paul Tassie. August 13th or whatever, because that's when the article was published on the 14th, they did put the update out, and that's a placeholder for future releases for different trailers they're going to have, with no unlock time, and there's no word as to how long they're going to remain blank for. And like I said, literally they, the only thing they got was the three-second trailer that was also put up on their Twitter, too. This was a whole weird thing that happened. But it gets even weirder. So if you click on one of the Reddit articles I have, there's like a there's like an image that has like the whole timeline of everything with blue box. It's like an overview sort of thing as an image. It says on the top here, be careful, blue box is a big scam. Yeah. yeah, about that, um, 
Wait, what is that profile picture image? Which one? The, the fucking, uh, the, the actual image. What is that? <laughs> it looks like, uh, a blonde Michael Jackson. Anyway. Graphic here. What comes up in like one easy to read graphic here. And it shows that like how in 2015 they announced a horror game called Rewind, delayed the playable teaser for the game because of technical issues. And they said it'll have VR. Then it announced they canceled the VR. They canceled the Kickstarter they had for this game. So the game development is on halt and they'll tell us when development can issues. So they have a new project and now that development is resumed and then the game that is rewind never was never released and the website was deleted. Oh awesome. And in twenty fifteen they announced the PC exclusive horror game called the Lost Tape. They said that they will stream gameplay soon. And then they said that the game never came out and deleted it from the Indie d Database website. Which I assume that's what DB meant in this case. Fun! And in 2017, they announced a new horror game called The Whisperer come out in June 2017. And the game never came out. And I'm sure you're starting to notice a little pattern here. Yeah, I, I do see. So they're they're very they're very like what is it? Um, they seem to have a pattern of giving up very easily on like projects that some people believe that never existed in the first place or just a concept. In fact, the only game they have it, uh, out at all. Let me see if I can pull up the store page here for us. Which one, the Whisperer? The Haunting. Oh, uh, the Haunting. Uh, great. Wait, so so all the all these um. Well, they have Tales of Six Swords on Android, I think, right? But then that got removed. Oh, okay. Sorry. So you can't even find it or download it anymore. <coughs> That's nice. I'm so I'm so happy that they fucking, you know. Like I, I, I'm so happy that they that it's like oh uh, yes. You know, let's um like what if this entire game was just like a collage of everything that they fucked up and they couldn't fix. So they just like
I wonder if this is it right here. Yup, this is it right here. So, if you talk, type in the haunting blood water curse. This is the game that they handed off to. This is the game that, the, that these guys created and then handed off to another studio. And it looks like a knockoff Fatal Frame. Is it the, uh, one second. and heroes. <laughs> anyway. So do you see the game that I'm talking about here? Oh yes I do. The uh, web archive version of it. <coughs> yeah, so this is the haunting Bloodwater Curse that I'm looking at currently on the Steam page. Oh, okay. So if you if you get rid of the Wayback Machine thing, it's uh... Yeah, you just, go, you just open up Steam and just type in the haunting Oh wow, everyone's, like, there, there's only, like, wow, there's only two reviews that are not negative. <laughs> oh, well, there's only two a few. Other ones are just, uh... Yeah, okay, here, four positive and nine negative. Yeah. It's coming November 17th. Oh, that never happened. And the history of this game is that it was on Steam Early Access at the time it received 100% negative reviews and they said that there's a big update coming soon. And the whole thing was that the update was never released. They quit developing and gave the game to Create Q Interactive to finish it. Which didn't even finish development of the game either. So this game that we cannot buy right now is never going to get finished. It's stuck in purgatory on Steam for no one to buy. Now they did say that it would come uh, twenty uh, in October, but uh. ever gonna happen and then here we are with abandoned where they say that it's gonna be real-time ps5 app and they said technology issues are working on it and while it did get released this is this was before they got the patch out they, it only has like that one three second teaser they post on that Twitter and that's it So just from looking at that, yeah, it does look like a bit of a scam. I just, that like, I, I find it terribly odd 
that they have just so many like like failed games that never truly came out and it's like like I understand that it's a big conspiracy but it's very obvious that they don't really like they're not really like they I don't understand this is like this isn't crunch this isn't like you know burnout or anything they, it's it's just it looks like like all, all the all the uh like for the one that you can, you know, the uh, haunting, like, there's so many delays. <laughs> like, this is like cyberpunk levels of delays. But <laughs> except worse than, worse than cyberpunk because they haven't updated anything. Yeah, except they actually released cyberpunk, even though it was kind of a a shit show for like performance, but. Yeah. For the five people who don't know what Cyberpunk is. Yeah, it's like a game that was like <laughs> announced in like the 2010s. And then um, everyone in, in college was like, yay, cyber Cyberpunk. This was like when the PlayStation 3 was still a thing. <laughs> so, and then, you know, PlayStation 4. And then, as soon as like the PlayStation Five and Xbox Series came out, that's when it was like, quote unquote, finished. About. And I have two copies of this game: one on Steam and one on my Xbox. And that is a game I really want to actually pick up again. It's actually pretty fun if you have it on a next-gen console or, like, a really capable PC. But anything low-end, that thing's not going to run. Like, that's out of the question, period. Yeah, I mean, they've tried to fix it. To make it <laughs> Sorry. They tried to make it more stable, but... And they're still doing work on that to this day. Yeah, they still are, but, uh... At the same time, um, yeah, I don't even know if I can run it, and my, my thing gets, like, above 144 on, like, medium settings for, like, most games, anyway. So it's hard to just say that, but, you know. Like, if you actually got the game, you'd be running it on those settings. Yeah, definitely. Red Dead 2 level of settings. Or, no, GTA 4, because, like, actually... I feel like the Red Dead 2 does not run well for some reason. Maybe it's just the, uh, maybe it's just the, because I got like a, not a lot of in-game, like, benchmarks are terrible. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, whenever I tried Red Dead 2, it never ran anywhere near smooth on okay-ish settings. Um, so imagine 2077. <laughs> And I know GTA 4, they still haven't really done anything to make it run competently. Right. And if we go look at this other article here that I have from Reddit, our Reddit post thread, they have a more detailed explanation with Arcot, like, with a whole bunch of, you know, like, Wayback Machine links and everything to get the sites back up and going. Mm -hmm. So they have a bunch of links, so I'll link this 
article down in the description as well if you guys want to take a look more in depth. This has like trailers and updates and everything, whole links. Uh, yeah. So if you guys want to go look into it further, go right ahead. But we have this here just in case. I just found this one while I was trying to search for this guy here because I saw this one on our my good friend Spawnwave. I can't really say my good friend, but I like to watch Spawnwave a lot. Oh yeah. That, that's that's like saying you're a fan of like uh, uh, Michael from from Vsauce. Pretty much, it's just like. Or are you a good friend with George Lucas because you're a Star Wars fan? Literally, and I, I was saying that, and I'm like, except I'm, I don't really know him, so I can't really, I can't actually say I'm a good friend of Spawn Wave. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to be a member of the Spawncast for that one. Mm-hmm. Which that's not gonna happen anytime soon. Not soon, but who knows? Yeah. If. If like if I ever had to be featured as a guest on a spot on, a, on that show, I would definitely be jumping on board for that one. Oh yeah, certainly. And that would be a show. That would be one of the few times which I would have to put the recording for the show on hold just to promote my show. This one. Oh yeah. Maybe we get like a couple thousand people watching our show. It'd be brilliant, but no, we're not. We're not that scummy. I would actually hop on the show for a genuine discussion about news. Who the pod give me a shout out? <laughs> give me a shout out, beauty. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, but why we were also saying earlier that our good friend Ghost. So this yes. is something we just thought about, like, you know, right before this episode began, like, why we thought this article kind of tied in with Ghostwellers, because he kind of seems to be on a similar trajectory with this appearance on the show. Not yeah. one-to-one, but similar. Like, he keeps delaying his comeback. Like, he said, like, episode 6 originally, and now it's saying episode 10. Does that mean that he's money laundering? No, I'm just kidding. Um, FBI, open up. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, actually, he's probably going to listen to this part, and he's first he's going to be like, man, I hate PewDiePie, and then he's going to be like, oh, lol, you guys really want me back, but guess what? I am streaming, bro. I think he's literally streaming right now, or he's talking to some other some other guy right now. But you know. in fact, anyways, let's see, let's see if I can. Right, well, at some point, oh, maybe by the end of the episode, we'll see if he's streaming. If not, what we'll do is we'll feature his stream on like the last like five seconds, and we'll spam his chat saying "Godcast, Godcast." Yeah. What was annoying nice. on the last few seconds? It'll be hilarious if he's actually streaming. Didn't he time you out though? <laughs> Yeah, you're talking about the same guy who literally just said Doki Doki Literature Club was an easily approachable game and got banned for saying it for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. He's he's so he's so uptight about it. Like, 
Yes, it's it's scary, but oh my god, I don't I don't think it's that bad. I mean, like you gotta make me actually mentally damaged for me to actually like be afraid. I guess I don't know, or or I have to actually absorb the story. I guess, like you said. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, the game is available for free. The original version is free on Steam. You just want to just take a look at the story, the, the basic story, and that's it. Yep. Plus, this has access to all the bonus content and stuff, which I am looking forward to September where I can get my freaking physical copy. There you go. That should have been here by now, him. but got delayed like twice. And then you mail a second copy to him. And then he drives all the way up to you and uh, knocks on your door and shoves it down your throat and says, Doki, Doki, and then kicks you in the nuts and drives away. <laughs> Except he doesn't drive right now, so he'd be flying. Yeah, he'd like use donkey boots <laughs> or whatever. He'll use those ham hawk jumps. Or just throw him a Monica plushie. Whatever works. Yeah. Exactly. That'd be brilliant. Um. Well, I think Discord's gonna open up on my computer anytime soon, so whatever. If you do open it up, expect a flood of notifications. He even called me. So I was like, mm, I can't really take your call right now, but, uh. Well, that's what I, when I said, like, what the fuck when we were talking about, like, something else. I was like, what yeah. the uh, article? I'm abandoned. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think we can move on to our next topic here. Yeah. This one, all the rest of the topics we're going to be talking about today are pretty brief, I would say. I think this will be close to more of our earlier episodes that are were like close to an hour per each episode, not like the the monolith episode five that was like three hours long. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, episode four was the monolith out three hours long. So yeah. So caught up with Activision Blizzard that week that it was that was the episode that really changed our views on that entire company's allegations. Yeah. Why do you think I'm playing other titles exactly. from other companies? Exactly. And what makes it worse too is I think Ubisoft at one point had something similar happen to them. At one point. Yeah. Well, at one point. The bucket yes. very quickly. What's that? That got dropped in the bucket very quickly. Did they, like, did the person get arrested and stuff? I didn't follow up on that. I don't know either, but I do know that, like, it feels like gamers, before we talk about the next topic, it feels like gamers have a very short attention span with this sort of stuff. Like, if Activision Blizzard, like, announces their next game and it's really enticing and really cool, most gamers are going to forget about everything that happened with Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Um, and everything will be back to normal. Like, and they showed like another like proper trailer for like Overwatch 2 or Diablo 4. Oh yeah, then, then they're gonna get out of that rut because everyone's gonna be like, oh, you know. But they're gonna look at it like, oh, cool game. And yeah. Everyone's but, gonna and, like actually recently, um, Microsoft and Sony were both announcing, like, showing, like, mentioning, like, advertising Activision stuff on their freaking trailers. Like, Sony was talking some more stuff about, like, Call of Duty 
at promoting some Call of Duty stuff, and Microsoft was promoting something about Diablo. Remastered. Yeah. And everyone in the comments of those things are like, hey, uh, can you just treat your workers a bit better? <laughs> Everyone's like completely angered by it, but yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm just happy that at least I can, uh, I'm happy at least I can try to not support the, you know, I, I, like I can try to support the people that aren't terrible. By, by like uh, buying a used copy, or, I mean, buy the people that aren't not, not support the people that aren't terrible by buying a used copy and support the people that aren't by just you know talking about how horrific people are about that stuff. True. Yep. So, if you can find like a used key on like anywhere else for a PC, that might be work. Oh, yeah. Um, but let's get to something more brighter. Because, what's the opposite of Call of Duty? Freaking Nintendo games. Oh, okay. I was thinking of something else, but... And, yeah. Nintendo, last week, had a Indie World presentation, which is a presentation that they have for Indie, indie games. showed up quite a number of indie games so for those who don't know what an indie game is they are games from independent developers I don't know how many people are actually going to be watching this probably like two people <laughs> me and myself and I no it's only myself and you the clone of you and then the other clone of you and then, um, Rodney from down the street. <laughs> Shout out to Rodney, whoever Rodney is. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, let's take a look at this indie world here. So they have a bunch of games they announced here. And obviously, if you don't, if there's a game you're curious about, you can just look up the title on Google or something like that. If it's cur if you're if you're curious about a certain game. Well, I won't say Sorry. It's fine. So, the game they announced from... Some of the games they announced from this indie world from Nintendo include Bomb Rush Cyberpunk, Axiom Verge 2, Eastward, Tell him, What the fuck is Necrobarista? Final Pour. Age verification? What the fuck do you mean age verification? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> anyway. So, there were a couple of... That, and that Barista actually was a shadow drop. So what that is, it's a, supposedly a, a coffee and... It's a visual novel that talks about Melbourne, Australia's coffee culture. Necromancy and well, process of letting go, I guess. Something about dead people. What? So, yeah, it's a what? video novel. We could, we, I could probably get my Switch, buy a freaking capture card, 
once I get my better computer and play it. But I'm sorry, what what about Australia and, and Necroculture? <laughs> so, um, it, well, Melbourne's a city in Australia. And? Um, questionable ethics of necromancy in the process of letting go. So I guess they're trying to use necromancy to try to revive somebody. Oh, is that what it is? It's like, uh, what is it like, you know, is it, is it kind of like, uh, hold on, let me look at this again, probably having that, like. Yeah, have that article, because we have a couple, we have quite a number of games to talk about here. I need to look at this. What is, what is this? Yeah, so like I said, if you have that article open up, just copy and paste the game. Yeah. And you can just look up the trailers on YouTube or whatever if you want to get a good idea what the game is. Or you uh -huh. can just, or you can just, or if you want to easier, just type in Indie World Nintendo on YouTube and just find the it's like the latest video they have up. Alright, I see what, what, what it's about. Okay, yeah, so it's like... Oh, that's nice. I get it. So it's like a, uh, basically you see the world of, you see a bunch of characters that have had dead people and they get to have one last conversation before they move on. That sort of thing. That's, that's cute. I like that. That's, you know, it's, it, it seems like one of those makes you think kind of like games. Yeah. I like that. It's nice. Um, Sorry, I stuff, sorry. Um, yeah, um, yeah, so that's gonna be fun, um, Axiom Bird 2 was the one that a lot of people were really looking forward to, and that got shadow dropped on the day of the presentation. Gosh. If you don't know what Axiom Verge 2 is, like, or any Axiom Verge games, they're kind of like, Met they're Metroidvanias. Oh, okay. So if you're into Metroid, that, check those games out. You can probably get them on PC, too. Mm -hmm. East 
Clockwork is an RPG game that was actually made by the developers of Stardew Valley. Mm -hmm. It actually takes place in a post-apocalyptic world. Oh, nice. You're not doing any farming or anything like that. It's like a, like a proper RPG. Is it like Fallout 1 and 2? It, the way it sounds is it sounds like you like, you like it. Um, go take a look at the game on YouTube, because like I said, it's made by the developers of, of Stardew Valley, so it still has a pixel art style. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking too much of, you know, the swap clip sort of thing, you know. I would say check out the trailer for it. You might like it, but however, it is a timed console exclusive that's coming out September 16th, so you might be able to snag it on PC. Oh, it seems a bit more like Zelda, actually. I see. I would still say, if, you, if, that, if it still intrigues you, definitely check it out, because indie games are cheaper than traditional game, console games. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not, it's not even about the price, it's just like, does, is the game actually worth it? And then, the price. <laughs> well, with how Stardew Valley is, which I actually enjoy Stardew Valley, yeah. This seems like it's in, in capable hands of a good developer, so I would say it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, I, 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 I liked Stardew Valley a tad, and then I was like, yeah, this is this is two chores. It's not too too much chore, not enough. Uh, too much chore, not enough. Um, poisoning the townspeople with um, the the uh, yearly celebration soup. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I just I can't believe you can fucking throw. I can't believe that the town is so trustworthy that they allow a newcomer to add ingredients to a soup, and then they fucking they can even put in like cyanide into the fucking you know thing and kill everyone. Look that up, please, because you can do that. You can get a mushroom from some cave that's like deadly. You could fucking do that. <laughs> Make it make a different save first if you can. I don't know if you can. <laughs> you could fucking actually, do that. There actually are multiple save slots. Okay, good. Cause like you can do that eventually, and it's horrendous, but it's like funny. Cause <laughs> it's only funny. The same town that trusts you with the ability to make a mega corporation pop up in 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 their freaking town. Even though, you know. Isn't your character, isn't it like Animal Crossing, you get you arrive in the town, and you're new? It is like Animal Crossing, yes, it's... I see. Like at the beginning, everyone, every, you know, every main character in Animal Crossing comes from some foreign land and goes into the new village or something. Kind of, yeah. So. This is, this is a town that, you know, your grandfather, your character's grandfather owned. Land. Oh, yeah, now I remember it, yeah, now you mentioned so you're it. So not, not, you are a newcomer, not your family isn't necessarily a newcomer. I see, alright, never mind, yeah. And so, now I just realized, I forgot about the whole, like, message you get from, from like, your grandfather that you open when you're, when your, your character is desperate. It says, farm, become one with the dirt, or something. And he sends this, like, shitty plot of land with a bunch of rocks and trees you have to cut down. Mm. What an asshole. 
before you croak, please, like, you know, trim the lawn, at least. Yeah. And then another game that might be of interest is Bomb Rush Cyberpunk. Okay. That game is kind of like a set... It plays kind of like Jet Set Radio. Alright. So if you've ever heard of that game, it plays like that. I've heard of it. I do not know anything about it. So it's kind of like... It, it's kind of like a game... It's like a platformer mixed with like rollerblades and grinding and you like... Use graffiti and shit. Oh, okay. It's kind of a whole cult classic though. Alright. And it's made by Sega. Alright. But this one's actually made by Indie Team, obviously. Yeah. And then we get on to the one I'm going to talk about next. And that is Tetris Effect. So, what Tetris Effect is, I'm sure you know what it was. It is a Tetris game that was pretty much originally VR. Mm-hmm. And then he started porting it to things. It got to the Xbox, and now it's on... Actually, I think, yeah, I think it was originally, like, PC and PS4. And they branched off the Xbox with the multiplayer expansion, and now it's coming over to Switch. I see. I'm so glad that they, uh, decided, let's put a VR-only game on... <laughs> I mean, it's probably not like that, but, you know... Let's put a VR-only game on Xbox and Switch, and fuck you. Well, well, it's not VR. You don't have to use a VR headset. Yeah, I figure as much. But I actually have that that game on my Oculus Quest. Yeah. And I'll probably buy it again. Because it's just nice to have an option that's not tethered to a VR headset. Yeah. But I'm, think, I'm thinking about where I want to get it. I can get it on PC, I can get it on my Xbox, I can get it on my Switch. I have way too many options. Yeah, I guess. If Tetris is like... Like, do you just play online usually? For, for like, new modes? You can play it online. There is a whole online multiplayer thing you can do with the game. Do you do that? Do you usually use uh, multiplayer though? Can you not see my raising of hand? <laughs> oh, I, I'm not looking at the article, I'm sorry. Yeah, alright. This is why I usually have my mini preview on another monitor. Sorry. That's usually what I do, I have my mini preview on another monitor so that way I can like... Oh, in fact, you can even stretch it. Yeah, I, I've, I've done that. I don't know why it does that though. Like, you can make it either like a widescreen that's not fully covering the entire thing, or you can make it like one by one. Or, like, I don't know. I like keeping it a small square though. Yeah. But I want to see the. Sure. Yeah, overall, <laughs> this was a pretty good. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Islanders. No. You forgot about Boyfriend Dungeon. Anyway. But yeah, I actually was looking at Boyfriend Dungeon a little bit, and it literally is a dungeon crawler mixed with a dating sim. 
you literally take your freaking weapons. Oh, nice. I'm so glad. I'm so glad this is the thing. Woo woo, kiss me, sword. <laughs> Make love to the, uh, what's Cloud's Blade called again? The Buster Sword? Make love to the Buster. <laughs> Make me bust. That's nice. I'm like I said. I'm so glad that we've gotten to the point where we can form relationships with, with objects that, that talk to us. That's like if I had personification of Cyberpunk 2077 and dated Cyberpunk 2077. You cannot legally. You can get smited by that. If I want to commit more heresy, that's like if I dated Xenoblade Chronicle 2 because of waifus. Yep. Um, too bad I don't have a, another game with waifus on the cover, really. That's like if, uh, Ghost... Good <laughs> Ghost, uh... The Doki Doki Literature Club uh, Nintendo Switch card into a pot of boiling um, magic, and then Monica popped out. <laughs> That's a good Toil and bubble. Or, Toil and trouble. That's like if I took Ruby from Ruby. Yep. Oh, this game here? And dated her. That's like, like if I stole somebody's, like, like if I, in the middle of sleep, if I stole their, their hair, and then it was like, this hair is sacred, love me, and then I, di I die of, like, hair poisoning. I don't know. <laughs> That's so stupid. Hair poisoning. I mean, you can't digest hair, but for fuck's sake. talk about islanders because that's like you kind of build your town like a small island and it's like procedurally generally islands nice but yeah overall this was a pretty good presentation I found oh yeah quite a number of good games to check out I mean for you I think your favorites would probably be Boyfriend Dungeon the Necromancer coffee game maybe because if, if it deals with actual trauma then yes um, and Eastward. No, Slime Ridge or Plortable. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's fun. Anyone else? Anyone else want to join me in murdering cuteness and slimes by tossing them into lava pits? <laughs> so the the wiki the wiki states. If you throw them in the water, they, they travel through water. They never said anything about the lava pits. <laughs> Alright, everybody. So, speaking of indie news, um, our next topic also involves indie news. But this time, uh, yeah. on Xbox. Let's just go ahead and load up this site real quick. 
and you can see here this is xbox's indie event called it and xbox not to be confused with its software which they also own because but that's acquisition and you can see several games here i mean in our original re attempt at recording this you can see that alpaca knows a new sam and max game Oh yeah, I noticed that. I was like, oh hey, they're they're doing that. I guess. <laughs> um, I was also in, in, interested in this like other one on the top left. Mm. I don't know. It's like uh, that blue sort of like tinge. I don't know. Mm. It looks like a portal thing. that was like submerged in like blue light, I guess. Or well, you know what I mean. Right. They also yeah. noticed Ollie Ollie. Got it. Sorry. Yeah, they show like a couple different like things for game. They gave a, like, some detail for a couple games here, not like Nintendo where they pretty much showed like their entire presentation detail for every game. Mm-hmm. And the, the game they showed details for are Aeon Drive, Lab Rat, Library of Ruin, Ollie Ollie World, Save Max, Save the World Remastered. Which is actually available now, supposedly. Available when? Sorry. Same, that same Max game you're talking about? Oh, it's available now? Yeah. Oh, wow. And three matches, so yeah, there you go. You can actually buy this now if you want to play it. That's nice. And then there's baselines from the far out and the big con those are the six actually seven and i feel like these are the seven that they have shown up here but anyway. i see yeah um but anyway so they showed a lot of games if you scroll past down the entry ever of the big con you can see every single game they have listed here. Oh, yeah. As you can see, a lot larger of a list than what they had on Nintendo's side of the fence. Didn't Stardew Valley already... Didn't it already be on the Game Pass? Wasn't it already on the Game Pass? What game? Stardew Valley, speaking of. It could have been one of those games that it might have gotten delisted and re-uploaded again. Oh, well, don't even show it off. Just say, oh yeah, it's coming back. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we're recording now, so we might as well just say, yeah, it's probably one of those games that just got, it's coming back. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, now you too can go back and farm thousands of hours and have your life drained away while trying to poison the entire village. Yeah, about that. Uh, yeah, I was, I was making a big stink about how you can find this mushroom in a cave, and during the, like, end-of-year sort of celebration thing that they have, I think. I can't remember exactly what it was. I think but... we were talking about this when we were talking about Eastward, so I do have that recorded. Oh, okay. Well, just in case. Yeah. Um, basically, at the end of the year... There's a big cookout 
and you can put any ingredient into the uh, the soup. You can also even put a deadly mushroom in the soup and kill everyone. <laughs> so, so is life. It goes on with or without you. Mm. And some and sometimes it should go on without you if you poison the entire town. <laughs> but yeah, um you can see The main character is a douche. Like take a look at how many of these games here are actually showing up on Xbox Game Pass. One, yeah. two, three. Yeah, that's like seven of the games they showed on this list are already Stop. coming on Game Pass, so Oh, I see. Paparazzi. Who's <laughs> Paparazzi? It's on Steam. Oh my god, they're bouncy. Why does one of them look like a, 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 a Jaguar? I have no idea. <laughs> this game is not yet available on Steam. Oh, okay. Well, I'm. I'm gonna pre-order it and send it to Ghostwaller for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, yo, go stream this. F you. Yo, dude, find your next new game. <laughs> yo, dude. Yo, yo, dude, check out these, these amazing dogs. <laughs> They're a lot better than what you have in real life. <laughs> That's mean. I'm sorry, Lexi. I'm sorry. Fucking. But have you have you ever seen his dog? I have seen it. His yeah. fucking. His fucking dog will even if you have a gun in your hand and you're masked, it will come up to you like yeah like it's your like your, its owner. Oh my god, he he was he was rivet about that like, or livid about that. He was like, we were talking on stream about intrusion and stuff and how he said how his dog would like oh my god his dog would just come straight up to anyone any anyways enjoy that um i'm also going to um what is soup pot oh nice i get a lot of uh, amazon shopping uh soup pot game Need to move on. Um. Oh, nice! It's cooking. It's just cooking simulator. <laughs> yeah, please feel right. free to like look up any games you find are interesting on this. I have I actually haven't watched this presentation myself. Oh yeah, certainly. Anvil. Hmm. I'm so glad they name it such generic names. So when you try to like Google it, you get pictures of anvils instead of or pictures of soup pots. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine if the game was just a soup pot, PNG, and that's it. Uh, imagine if it was like literally just, just yeah yeah just literally it's an anvil. You work on it. You launch it with TNT across the world and flatten somebody. Oh, but the TNT blocks are not real-life TNT blocks, they're the ones from Minecraft. 
That's what I mean. You can you can make anvil launchers in that game. Anyways, Aragami. What's that? Aragami too. Oh, that looks like the uh, the judge from Far Cry New Dawn. Inks. Oh, I think I remember Inks. I saw it on the other one. Oh, no, I'm not looking up fucking tattoos or a fucking mag magazine. Oh my god. Like I said, generic names. I'm sure if you type in the studio name as well, which is in the parentheses. Oh, I see. All right. You cool. might be able to see like what they're doing. Like, might help a little bit. Bite Dance Internet Technology Company. I'm sorry. No, you're just having bite. Like for instance, like for ink, you would just do Bite Dance. I, I, I dare you to look this up and not and try to find for the uh the actual Look it up on Bing. Try to look that up, you'll get like a LinkedIn like bike defense bike like something. <laughs> what? Please don't tell me. Yeah, I see what you mean. Even if you type in Google, it literally just says it's a Chinese multinational yeah. company. You don't get any. <laughs> That's a lawsuit, I think. <laughs> Sorry. you'll find an article so that game we were talking about inked that is the game yeah. that is on the top right corner of that collage they had at the very top of the web page okay, I see. I see. Like, so it, yeah so it's that art that sketch looking one yeah they they ought to like try to make it a little bit easier to find yeah I guess yeah, like you can see here. Anyways. Yeah, but overall, I mean, this seemed like a good presentation for Game Pass, especially since they're already doing stuff with a lot of indie stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, especially with Anyways. Hades coming to Game Pass already, which is a huge win for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. And this is another presentation to show that, you know, Microsoft is doing a big push towards indie games. Which is good, because clearly Sony has not been doing as much of that recently, and it seems like Microsoft and Nintendo have been picking up the, the slack on this. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I don't know if you want to do anything, but you don't have an image showing on your thing. Oh, I don't? Oh, okay, well, uh, um... So we were talking about Xbox indie presentation the entire time, and you didn't have an image up. Alright, well, 
a big deal. You'll have to do it if you don't want to. I'm just saying it. That's just a thing. Well, is that going to be a problem for the recording itself? Um, it's just going to show you as a giant Skype logo. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, uh. So that's why I mean. It doesn't matter, but you don't have to do it. It like I said, it'll just show you as a giant Skype block. I see. So something like uh, this won't work then. One second. Little. Can you fucking turn on, please? Well, well, uh, uh -huh. will this work? <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. You can use that. I don't care. Okay. Use anything you want. Well, that's good then. <laughs> as long as it's not a giant slog on the screen. Unless it's Joe Jonas's giant slog. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's like, literally, you can use whatever image you want. What about uh, Linus? <laughs> That's what you used it before, and that works. <laughs> yeah, I I think that will. Oh, mm, I don't know. Tech versus cat. Two cats and one cat that has uh has uh right problems. <laughs> anyway, so our next topic for today. Do the super monster. <laughs> anyway. So our next topic today is that T-Mobile has confirmed a breach, but <laughs> investigating personal data is stolen. And they say that more than 100 million people were affected by this. So it's saying that on. Wow, it got updated today. Oh my god, that's impressive. Yeah, this is what we had talked about yesterday. This was mentioned yesterday. So it was saying how T-Mobile confirmed that some of the data may have illegally been accessed, and the mobile carrier was investigating a. Oh, we got default data for five seconds. Oh my god. Um. But anyways. Um. So the mobile carrier is investigating a post on a forum that claimed to be selling the personal data of more than 100 million people swiped from T-Mobile servers. And it's also saying that they have not yet determined that there is any personal customer data involved. We are confident that this entry used, we are confident that the entry point used to gain access has been closed and we are continuing our deep technical review of the situation the system to identify the nature of any data that was illegally accessed. And naturally, the data breach included information such as security numbers, phone numbers, names, physical addresses, and driver's license information according to Vice. And also, but here's the thing though you know how much the seller was asking for all this? How much? Six Bitcoin. What? I'm sorry, what? Six Bitcoin. What? One second, how much is six Bitcoin right now? So it mentions in the article that's about $277,000. Oh wow, that's like nothing. <laughs> I feel bad for this person. Well, it's, it's not that it's not nothing, but you know what I mean. It's not insane compared to like back in like, what? 
April, like March and yeah. February. Like, it was hell. Like, you would be rich, rich, rich if you had Bitcoin sitting on a drive. I feel bad for that one guy that lost, that, that I threw away his hard drive. That had like a, you know, a couple tens of... Literally. I kinda wish I got on the Bitcoin train when it was early, very early on. Bad for him, he could've had a lot, but... <sighs> I mean, I kind of wish I jumped on that Bitcoin bandwagon early on and have like, um, like what, like maybe like five million dollars to do whatever the hell I want. Of course, yeah. Weird thing is, everyone's like, oh, it's it's, you know, it's gonna keep on being a thing as it's just died since uh, since like uh, like the highest it's been. I mean, it's been crawling up, but you know, it's nothing compared to like. Well, the funny thing is, we know another coin that seems to be picking up some value. We talked about it last week. Donk coin? The Doge coin. Oh. Meme coins. <laughs> oh my god, March 30th, it was at an all time high, and then it just steeply dipped the 30th. No, the uh, 20, 29th and 30th. Besides the whole fact that they're asking for six Bitcoin for this whole thing, like, what do you think of this whole data breach? Oh, but, yeah. Oh, my God. About the whole data breach. Sorry. Um, um, well, unfortunately, I'm with uh, T-Mobile, I believe. I'm um, also a T-Mobile customer. I'm not exactly with... A T Mobile, like, but I'm with their, you know, um, I'm with a brand that uses them as like, you know how Walmart uses like Family Mobile, as T Mobile. Okay. I don't know if that if that's included, but if it's just T Mobile type, you know, or if it's T Mobile like, you know, something like that. It's it's one of those like terrible phones <laughs> you know yeah i actually have t-mobile myself straight t-mobile yep. or like a like oh okay shit well i hope you're not affected by it um it doesn't if, like i haven't gotten any weird pings or anything yet so i think i'm okay but but yeah overall though this is a shitty situation, having like a hundred million people's information just randomly get out in like a random post on a forum, and then asking for six Bitcoin. Uh, imagine asking for six Bitcoin. <laughs> From the FBI. <laughs> no, it would be the FBI asked for six Bitcoin, they'd be like, FBI, open up. I, I, I don't understand what's with what's with uh the trouble what's all the trouble with like yeah, I don't know I think the word the thing with Bitcoin and these cryptocurrencies is the fact that the government wants to control it like everything else yeah I mean 
Yeah, that makes sense, but... And, reg and regulate it. <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 they regulate everything. Yeah, it's like, they feel it's like, complete wild west of a currency. There's, like, not, like, a standard one at all or anything like that. Yeah, and the, the worst part is it's decentralized, but still they ban it. They're like, yeah, fuck you. At least we're not in China getting gaming curfews. I hate how it lags. Mm. Sorry, it's. Yeah, it's fine. I was gonna, what were you about to say? Um, just how like governments just control stupid shit like that. Yeah. It's I don't know. As long as long as I have the right to protest without being you know, um, like strangled, then. I'll continue to hate them controlling everything that's like, you know, we can make money off of this sort of stuff. You don't have to. <laughs> right. I don't know. Anyway, I think we're done with this topic. There wasn't much to talk about on this one, honestly. Uh, yeah, the only thing you can really talk about it is I'm having a panic attack because my stuff is being um, stolen, I guess, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, power instead of, you know, personal data being stolen, Alpaca. What about your entire rig? Yeah, so Alpaca. Oh. Uh, tell us about these exploding power supplies. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, covered. Yeah, so, um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna simplify and abridge a lot of things, because... I myself, <coughs> excuse me, I have a problem, like, with, like, not understanding certain things and being like, oh, well, what does that actually mean? But also, I'm just like, you know, I, it takes me a while to retain every single sort of thing, so if I slip up a tad, it's my fault, but I also, like, I'm not trying to, you know, if that, if that makes any sense, anyway. Um... But, basically, um, Newegg has a thing called the Newegg Shuffle, which pretty much everyone, you know, knows about if they're into, like, the computer sort of stuff, you know, trying to get and build a GPU and stuff. Um, but, you know, this website right here, let me just send it towards you. You know, um, this website... You know, they do a raffle. You gotta enter. So, what you do is you pick the GPUs and stuff that you want. You enter in a raffle. And if you get picked as the raffle winner, you get to purchase whatever you your name was on the, the slip that got picked, you know, that sort of thing. Why is my. Wait, what? Why is. Don't worry, nothing's actually being shown. No, 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 no. Why is. Um... My, my image, the painting. I didn't know why it was a painting. I thought it was something else. Anyway, I'm going to continue on. Excuse yeah. me. But, uh... So, um... What happens is, is... 
Newegg, you're not just um, they're not just selling GPUs for the shuffle for the raffle um, thing. What's also happening is um, is that they're by, they're combining a few things with the GPUs, and these things aren't really like some of them you don't need. Some of them are absolute trash components. And, uh, well, if I gotta say, some of it is just junk they want to get rid of, but that's all I can say. You know, like, what is this? This is a keyboard. Who doesn't have a keyboard? <laughs> um, who needs, uh, this case? Or, uh, this RAM? Anyways, um... So, uh, the whole thing about that is that's fine and dandy. They're but they have the, they have the ability to. Mm -hmm. But when you're selling junk and labeling it as a bundle and an addition, you at least make sure that that junk doesn't end up being utter complete waste of component of a component, a waste of like circuitry or, you know, MOSFETs and all of the other stuff that goes into power supplies, I guess. Mm. This whole thing with Gamers Nexus is, all I can really say is there's that one GIF that they show throughout the video, and it's this guy who's cranking up the dial on the, you know, the power thing, he's like overloading it a tad bit, but the thing is, it's not even being overloaded for what it's rated at. So not only is this power supply terrible it's also worse than it's actually rated to so it'll be doing like um it'll be doing like 750 watts mm -hmm. and it'll, it'll be rated for a certain amount of voltage and all that stuff and you can go you, if you crank it up anywhere near that, but not past it, the fucking thing gives out and explodes or something, or it sparks at you. And that's not good. That is not good at all. No, because that completely breaks your entire motherboard and every component inside the computer. Your processor, gone. RAM, gone. Motherboard, gone. If you're not... If it's not protected fully... Some power supplies are made so they don't brick everything, or just they brick themselves, and that's it. Right. If your if your power supply is good enough to kill itself and sacrifice itself for the other ones, for the other components, then it's done its job uh, at the end of its life. Mm. But if it bricks everything else, it is a terrible power supply <laughs> that has failed to defend all the other components from being wasted along with it. You know. Right, so, and, and then, like, in the case of it actually exploding, yeah, in this case, it would definitely destroy your motherboard, your RAM, your processor, your fan. Yeah, your yeah. Everything. And, you know, with, with that whole thing, um, me, I, like, I, um, so for me, I make sure that I get a power supply that is well-renowned. I don't just buy the most terrible power supply because like it really matters because and these power supplies that they're they're selling they're like 
you know, a little over $100, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, some people think that it was Gigabyte who, you know, said to Newegg, oh, these things are crap, but you already bought them. Have fun. <laughs> and then Newegg was stuck with it. Or if there was some sort of like, oh, we have to get rid of these or something, so let's throw them in the shuffle and have people pay full price, but I'm not going to delve into that sort of thing, because who knows, but it's still a very big irresponsible thing to, because like, the thing is, is that these power supplies should be tested individually, not just like, oh, this batch is good because one of them is, that sort of thing. Right, you know? and speaking of these power supplies, so I have the video loaded here, and I have this graphic here that they have here, of the, of the failure yeah. rate of the thing they're using. Let me just get back to that point again, because that was like what I was looking for. Yeah, sure. But yeah. <coughs> Sorry. This is what I'm looking for here. So this one looks like a middle finger, so this actually represents our view of the whole thing. F you. Anyways, so it shows that like roughly 50% of their testing, this is the percent of failure rate of the, those, the power supplies. Yeah. From GameRex's testing, they show that 50% of them failed. The survey that they took, they got, was 16% of them failed, and the new egg reviews show that 54% of them failed. Which means that, like, there's more than half, pretty much, out there. Or at least half, that are more than likely to have failed on somebody that is using a and the worst part is is that you know when they're using a high-end gpu and then that thing blows up so you know and we're in the middle of a a drought for that stuff and now and they're selling you know dodgy power supplies like that like uh that just means like like i said that means 50 percent of them are out there and they've either bricked somebody's system or created a lot of like terrifying you know explosions that have sent somebody to the hospital of panic I swear yeah take a look at this too so this is the 850 watt breakdown of the failure types so this is like for what they found from the failures this is what they found 38.9% of them failed because they were dead on arrival period oh 2.8% failed over time 2.8% failed under load, 2.8% was from destroyed components, and 2.8% was from random shutdowns. I see. Um, so you can see, it, this is the graphic I'm sharing here. It's all, this is like the breakdown of what they found. So out of how, how many total components? Do they say that? Probably might have detailed it in the video, but I'm just looking at the graphics right now. I see, yeah. Because, like, uh, uh, like, I mean, I'll have to, like, do the whole, whole sort of, like, percentage sort of stuff, like, calculating what a percentage is in total or something, but, you know, in general, though, um. Yeah, but if we look down here, if we, so, think about it this way. That means out of all the failure reviews, so if, if I say non-failure reviews are 50%, we're going to multiply yeah. this whole entire half by two. So in other words, 5.6% of the failed, of the failures 
resulted from destroyed components. So probably what happened in this case was the components are receiving like a little bit too much power, so the power distribution was terrible. I see. Or it must have been the case that, like, like I said over here, they failed over time. It's hard for them. I think they, it seemed like they were only looking at like their reviews. If you notice, it's just not their reviews. It looked like they were only looking at the reviews and what they can gather from the reviews. I see. This is them gathering data. So, from what they found from the data, this was the result. All right. Yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, so like. Um, excuse me, uh, so, this whole graph, like, this whole, like, circle graph, to me, like, it, it shows that out of, out of whatever components were failing, 50, at least 50% of them, of people that have reviewed, are, like, that, that's, I don't know, it's just, if you have fifty percent saying it's 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 um, dead on arrival, or has been destroyed under load or shut down or any other type of failure, and half of that is also just oh it works great, then that is, that's a large failure rate. Like it should be at least when it comes to failure rates, like there's a certain percentage that you do not go past, I swear. The, the, like, whatever components they that they sourced from, they, you know. And I, th I think that's actually what they broke down in the uh, video, was that a lot of the, uh, the FETs, or whatever, the components that they used were um, from different companies, and the ones from that company, you know, one of them is like a different color, but from the same company, and one is the same color, but from a different company, and it's hard to like really, like I think uh, the I forgot his name, but there was another guy, um, the guy who uh, tests all the components. The one I think was in the GIF that where the power su supply sparked in him. I think yeah. that was the same guy, but he even said that you know they they you know they use these like different parts to create the same exact model um, from different, you know, sources. Yeah. So, it's like... And take a look uh, at this, uh, this is the breakdown for the 750 watt. So, what we were looking before, the 850 watt, this is a 750 watt. Let's take a look how much of a difference this is. So, now it's a situation where, yeah, there's less dead on arrival, but there's more non-failure reviews. There's a 38.2% dead on arrival, and the other components are more um, drastic. Look at this. 8.1% failed over time. 2.3% failed under load. 4% was the result from destroyed components, and 1.7% led from random shutdowns. Look at this shit. Yeah. Like, I, this could also... There's a small chance this could also could be because the result of, you know people being idiots and putting a like higher volt wattage components inside their computers like there's a small chance that could be the case but I doubt it if we're looking at failure rates this high I truly doubt it too because like most most power supplies are rated to be stuck in a set 
750 to be connected to a 750 power supply. So, you know, it, it, it can't just be a large failure rate because, you know, it cannot be that, you know. Because, like, the, like, isn't, what, excuse me, let me look. What, what, what's the best wattage for an RX 390, RTX, sorry. RTX 3990 oh, PSU wattage. So, um, you'll want a 750 watt power supply if you pair the card with a mainstream i5, i7, or i5, or Ryzen 7, um, CPU. Um, oh, okay. So, if you if you're so if you're literally just doing an eight core processor with an RTX 3090, you won't hit that limit, and not many people have a 3090 anyway. So, like the the most you'll ever need is, is a 1,000 watt, you know, unit for like you know. The Threadripper, or the server Intel sort of thing. <coughs> Excuse me. And take a look at this component temperature here. Like, look at this shit. Let me look. One second. So this is around like the 23-minute mark. So I'm just trying to see if I can get a better idea of this. You can see in the graph, literally in the graph of the this, video. Which is not, by the way, 45 degrees. That's I'm insane. gonna meet the video. The OTP. Yeah. But you can see here, like, look at this shit. Oh wow. Those MOSFETs need a lot more than just a lot more than just bare naked like uh, fans. Yeah, we'll take a look at it. You can see like the component temperatures inside the power supply are getting extremely hot. Yeah, that is fucking insane for Celsius even. That's past boiling point. Literally. That's t almost twice past boiling point. Like, I believe at 212 degrees Fahrenheit is is in Fahrenheit is boiling, so if this if, yeah, so literally it's like almost twice boiling. Like that's probably like 400 degrees of a power supply. That is ridiculous. Yeah, and it should never get that hot. I think, right? Probably not. If I had to guess, probably not. I would expect maybe like a hundred, like 90 degrees Celsius, maybe. Not like fucking yeah. 400 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. That's, uh, that's more than just dodgy. That is, like, you know something is not going well. Okay, that's almost 750 watts. So that makes things worse. Yeah. I'm trying to see if they actually did something with the 850 watt. But it seemed like they always I believe they did. Not too sure though, actually. Excuse me. Let's see, I'm gonna go back a little bit. You can use the uh, arrow keys to fasten, like, skip a little bit if you want to. No, I know. I like using the, the mouse cursor, can we hover over it? 
Oh yeah. You gotta get the preview of the video right there on the spot. Alright. But yeah, you can see I have the video muted. But we're just taking a look at this just to see like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, look at this. You can see, like, it's sparked a little bit, um, like, right there. Like, see what they're trying to, how they're trying to do it. They're, like, trying to inject, like, the thermal, like, probe in there. To try and get the mm -hmm. temperature of the individual components. That's how they came up with it. Oh, yeah. Just such an interesting turn of events. Yeah, okay. They dump the these all they, on, like... Yeah, look at this. This is the live test so look at this. Like... You can see how their main MOSFET on the left-hand side, after this amount of time, just shot. Look at, look, at, look at this component here. Like, look at the a F APFC MOSFET on the left-hand side. You can, and especially the, the blue and the other one too. Main MOSFET. You can see how they like they spiked afterwards. They spiked up a little bit and then oh, yeah. down. Oh yeah, certainly. But you know, um, it's just interesting how. They, it's just an interesting turn of events that they just like would dump all this stock in, into like you know into like shuffles and you know like the the problem is is that you know it's like people get this and then they're like oh um I don't really need it so they give it to somebody else or they sell it. Or they do something, and then whoever gets it next, or if it's just sitting on the shelf, and eventually when their power supply dies and they use it as a spare or something. Either way, whoever ends up using it and plugging in, if it's one of those ones that are bugged, oh my god, you're, like, they're in for a treat, you know? Oh yeah, they're, good. they're, they're not going to be happy customers with their computers, especially. No. And it, it, the thing is, though, it's past, uh, it's past, uh, excuse me, uh, refund. It's one, it's past refund. Two, you, if even if it wasn't, you'd have to return both the PSU and the, uh, GPU, or whatever. <coughs> and, in general, it's, you know, your SOL, because you're stuck with e-waste, basically, you know? And you don't know because it's not labeled. This will, this one will explode. This one won't. You know. This one will fail in X amount of days. You know. Right. So. And you can't just pinpoint the actual problem unless you do a lot of diving into the whole thing. You know. Right. And what makes this even worse is that. You know, I'm sure they do like a my, they, they probably do like a small bit of testing, but they make their testing practices even poorer when they probably have figured out, oh, this probably might have worked. It might work for like five seconds, and they didn't do like an extensive testing on them. Oh yeah, yeah, certainly. 
But yeah, shitty day for those who want power supplies. My God. Exactly, and, and those who got stuck with it because, yeah, whatever. You know, who cares if we, we already got their money sort of stuff. Oh, absolutely. And they can't refund it because you know, I guess they they didn't use it immediately because they already had a good or power supply. Right. So, yeah. anyhow. Yep. On to the next topic, which we're going to talk about Twitter. Oh. Over oh, Twitter, okay. That topic Sorry. is the last topic of the day. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I can't believe I could do that voice while I'm sick. <laughs> like, still. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Anyways, about uh, blinding. Um, the the groups of Twitter. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, eye strain, headaches, migraines, <laughs> due to higher visual contrast in the buttons. Unfortunately, I feel like you should either, you know, dim your screen a tad, or just like stop shoving your phone in your face. Honestly, <laughs> but I know it's not that simple. Well, not only that, but. Twitter also did a design update. And oh, okay. Actually, I have a link to it here, so if I duplicate the tab here, we could actually take a look at this stuff. But yeah, you can see that they're trying to, like, hey, we're making changes to the buttons, make it easy on the eyes. And one of the more controversial changes was the changing of the button colors. I see. What they did earlier was they actually made it so I think it was black became follow. Yeah. See, it's just the thing is that they didn't even mention that they would change it to be more friendly to people. Because, like, the thing is, it's not like. I mean, even the article says it's not one-size-fits-all, actually. Um, but, you know, it's just that they can't find a neutral tone because there is no such thing really as a neutral tone, in a way. You know? Because, like, one, one tone might seem a bit too painful, I guess, to somebody's eyes, when it, but with, with colorblind people or something, that color just completely just changes, you know. Yeah. And here at the worst So, it's too. like, it's... Are you ready for this? So yeah, it, sure. I'm a, I'm a, other, other article here. This is what it says here. Watch this. People who subscribe to pay to the paid Twitter blue subscription service can already tweak the colors of the app and change the color of the app's icon. Though the service is only available for the, those two What? 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 What the fuck are you saying? What? So but you, you can you can you can pay to get the ability to not have eye strain if you're if you have normal vision. What? You have to pay for the fucking monthly like subscription for that? What the fuck? So what essentially what they're doing is that people have complained that hey, um your default color scheme sucks. 
but if you're using in the Twitter subscription service, it's only available in literally two countries. You can personalize it to be even more whatever you like. What the fuck? This is the first time reaction I've had of this in a while, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's just like... It, what, oh, basic functionality, fuck you, you know? You have to pay for something to get basic, basic functionality. It's like, what if Microsoft made Windows 8, like, you know... What if Microsoft, like, made Windows 8... Not like a tablet, but you had to pay for a subscription to change the display to like a normal sort of desktop. Or hey, pay for Windows 10 upgrade. It's better than 8 and 8.1. Also, fuck you. Or more so, think of this way. Xbox had the ability to change the wallpaper on the dashboard for free. Just by uploading an image from your computer to the console or putting it on a freaking flash drive. But you also have to pay for gold, so... Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Checkmate, bitch. Sorry. <laughs> curious about something. Hold on. Yeah. Get a redhead. I'll be, um... I'll be munching on a bacon sandwich. If you know what I mean. My god, Drake's funny bones are so fucking amazing, let me tell ya. You can probably cut this out for like, duckass, like, behind the scenes. Alpaca has a, a ASMR mukbang funny bones experience. Except I have no expression on, so... You can't hear me, like, swallow and chew the mushy, funny bones. Yeah. No, it doesn't say anything about gold requirement for this stuff. Oh no no no! I mean, you have to pay for online, so. We have to pay for I never, online. I never said. About, we're talking about cosmetic changes. I know. I I I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, like, make you assume that you had to pay to put it on the dashboard. I was just I was saying like. Um. But you still have to pay for gold to play on the Xbox. That Online, part is, anyway. Yeah, that part is true, yeah. You do have to pay for gold. You just made me think that we're, we're talk, just talking about wallpaper changing and cosmetic changes. I apologize for the confusion. It's just, uh... You know. What if Xbox did do that, though? Your, your, Xbox, your TV screen would be a gross, blinding brightness until you, until you paid for gold. Literally. Pay up or fucking, like... <laughs> You know, 
Anyway, um... And even then, one guy who you commented... Like, if you look at Twitter's line over here, actually, I'll share my... Uh, you can see my share screen. I'll show the audience again. We updated mm -hmm. our color to be high contrast and a lot less blue. A change made to draw attention to the photos and videos you create and share. We're also rolling out new colors soon, giving you a fresh palette. And he com and she comments, well, he or she, it says they or them, so I should probably use those pronouns, so apologies if you're watching this. They mentioned, this is a great example of how some excess needs routinely get centered over others within accessible processes. High contrast is notoriously not accessible for many photosensitive and chronically pained folks. Running ice strain pain. Is that what they mean? <laughs> anyway, yeah, I get it. And what makes it even worse is look at this down here. There is no single most accessible option for Twitter's interface. The best accessibility comes from flexibility, allowing users to choose the options that work for them. Twitter currently has toggles and accessibility menu for settings like increased color contrast and reduced motion, as well as display settings that let people choose between light and dark themes or scale text sizes. Yeah, so, and that's like what I kind of mean. It's like it's it's never been accessible all the time. Like you can. Make a design that's quote unquote most accessible, but most doesn't mean everyone. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know. And like I said, even Sorry. Twitter design change, I'll even pre previous for you. Give me one second, I'm gonna launch my Twitter. Yeah. So, like, if, if I ever even, like, do ever try to use Twitter, um, then, uh, you know. I'll just pick a random post that I like, so that I find it funny or whatever. Just give me one second. Cucumber Tech USA. I, if I do find a review Tech USA Twitter post, that is actually pretty funny. I could have it, sworn he was just on the front page of yours. That was on Facebook. That's different. Ah, oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry. I don't use either. I don't. I ignore ignore social media. I know, like, if you're, you know, a content creator, even though I've stopped doing that, which I'm gonna, I'm thinking of going back to it, kinda, not, not, like, immediately, but, oh, I, by feel, the way, I feel, maybe. I was gonna say, by the way, if but, anyone actually wants to follow me on Twitter, my Twitter's Moonshot 500, so it's not updated to be Hydrowave 99 yet. I don't know if I'm ever going to. Don't forget to censor your name and post. Here's a hint. Do you, do I really care? I don't know. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, even Richard, our friend Rich of your Rear Tech USA uses his real name on his Twitter name. Yeah, but he's, you know, I, I know, but he doesn't really, like, try to hide it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't really care because, well, um, I mean, you, you don't like to show your real names. I don't really care. So the desktop interface here I notice is not with the updated colors because you notice it's blue. Yeah. The buttons would be like 
white i believe it's white fur if it's not followed and black is fur if you're followed and it would be super bright contrast right high high saturation it's like yeah the black is really black and the white is really white i see but anyways yeah the i i personally am like, <coughs> looking at the design itself i kind of wish there was more color to it like i wish the blue came back honestly i mean isn't twitter supposed to be blue yeah you have the a blue Facebook bird like you have a blue what? bird there but you don't have anything else that's blue yeah. Oh, like a little, little dot trying to say, hey, you can scroll up to the top of the page that you can get your latest news. Oh, yeah. No, there's literally nothing other than, like, the Twitter bird. You know? That's blue. Like, looking at Twitter myself, like, as a, you know, it's like, this is... I don't know how to say it. It's just not very... I would not... You know, I would not consider this like a aesthetic. Yeah. Well, That's all I can say. If the bird was like, say if the bird was black, friend, or like the background was black, and then the bird was like white. I could then see, they get more. Sorry. Like, like consistent with the app, like if you made the bird like white and like the background black or something like that, I could see you know have a scheme that makes sense. Oh uh, yeah, certainly. But, but when you have in like, this case Yeah, in this case it's literally like, oh you have a blue mascot, but everything else on the app is black and white. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's not it's not it's not like this is more aesthetically pleasing. Fortunately I'm not sharing any Skype screens so I can take a look. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Ghost Waller, I, I sent that photo to him, he didn't notice until he looked at it up again. So, yeah. <laughs> Of the day, pretty much, yeah. The one I think you really want to talk about. Not really. It's actually really disgustingly disturbing. Peppa Pig. Um, oh, fuck. Why did I send the link again? Sorry. Ignore that. I was like, oh yes, let's paste that into the uh, chat box. That'll definitely. You know, that definitely is how things work. So for those That's how I search for stuff. I paste it into a chat. For those of you who want to be traumatized or absolutely confused, a Scottish cafe is literally selling bacon sandwiches with Peppa Pig as the mascot for it. So, the sign shows Peppa Pig a plus and a slice of fucking bread. Does that not ring any truer that you're eating her? Right. 
like it's funny because it's so insensitive, but like, <laughs> like what the fuck, guy? Yeah. This is a mascot. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's always the say. Just like, what the, what in the world's going on here? The Kanto is funny. Is like. My kids would absolutely be traumatized if they saw that song. It's really not funny. But but it is because it's really insensitive it <laughs> to is. the point of being ironic. Mm. Um, yeah, I really don't think we have much else to say other than the fact that why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. It's funny. You know, it was probably like a. Sorry. It's like one of those things. It's funny because it offends somebody. Like, so it's weird with comedy. Like, I feel with comedy, it generally always offends something. Well, that's the thing is, any joke has to have a victim. Whether it's the, you know, whether it's like, um, Joe Mama or, you know, something like that. You know. Yeah. Um. Or like. You know, like, uh, I don't know, some sort of, like, any sort of ist-ism sort of thing. You know, it's funny because, oh, yeah, it's it's ironically funny because it actually happens. Well, it's not a joke. But sometimes, I guess, some people find it funny because, eh, it's history, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, like, some people don't get it, though, because it's... It's super offensive, but if you if you're not if it's it doesn't concern you, then why why does it matter truly in some cases, you know? Exactly. Um, I don't think we have much else to say on this other than yeah. It, yeah. It was, it's a very short article. It wasn't much. We we just saw it. And it was, I was saw I was saw I was screen sharing my screen to, you know, Hydrowave, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is interesting. Um, I sent the article. I think I said, I think I said I would go over to the bathroom, and I would come back, and fucking, he saw that this, no, I think that was a different one. But I was trying to make him surprised, because I know he wasn't looking at the screen. And then he walk, he looks at the screen, and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, isn't the episode Godcast without our good friend Fubalpaka sharing something that makes us question our entire humanity or just laugh our ass off? Yeah. Um, other than that, um, we didn't get any other comments of the day. So. Not even me. So. Other than our friend Alpaca. So, guys. Please comment down below on the video if you want to be featured on the episode so we can talk about stuff. And also, just, you know, yo, subscribe, like, join us on Discord, link in the description. Get default, Get default dance, dance on, everybody. <laughs> Get duct taped to the ceiling, everybody. Yeah, we'll do that to you if you don't subscribe. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, well, that, that's that's funny comedy. You're a victim. You'll be duct taped, bro. Lol, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I'm Hydrowave99. And fuck up, no, nah, Fluffalpaca. And also, Ghost, we need you back here. And we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye, everybody. See ya. Get pile drive.